Welcome to the Fund2000.com Real Estate Podcast. My name is Chuck Ham. This episode addresses private mortgage insurance, commonly known as PMI. So I've been in real estate sales for almost 20 years in California. Our company does sales and mortgages. If you have any questions about what we're going to discuss today, you can reach out to me directly at chuck at fund2000.com or go to our website and just check us out at fund2000.com. You can also fill out one of the contact forms there. So let's talk about PMI. Everybody hates it, but if getting a mortgage that requires PMI is the only way you can get the home of your dreams or even have the opportunity to buy a home, then you just accept it because it's your best option. A past client and one of my favorite people in the world contacted me last weekend to ask me when PMI can be removed and my knee-jerk response was at 20% equity. But then she mentioned that this was for an FHA loan and I realized that my response was not quite right. I had to back up and ask, when was the FHA loan signed? Because when you sign the FHA loan, that's that matters. Um, also, I had to explain that with an FHA loan, there is no PMI, there's something different. And the differences that we're going to discuss make all the difference as to uh, how to resolve the question here of when can you remove primary mortgage insurance or the mortgage insurance premium. So PMI stands for primary mortgage insurance. It insures the lender against borrower default on the mortgage loan. Not everybody has to buy PMI. If you get a mortgage, if you buy a house with a loan, um, you only have to get PMI if you have a conventional loan and you put less than 20% down on the property, a down payment of less than 20%. The, the transaction results in you having less than 20% equity in the house. That creates a risk for the lender. Remember, equity is a difference between the value of the property or asset and the encumbrances against the asset. If your home, for example, is worth $500,000 and you owe $450,000 against the home, then you don't have 20% equity, you only have 10. If you only owe $400,000 against the property, then you would have an 80% loan to value ratio and therefore 20% equity. In the first scenario, you would need PMI, and in the second scenario, you would not. This primary mortgage insurance is insurance to the lender that if you default, the lender gets paid in full for the loss. The loss generally accounts for what the lender would get through foreclosure sale. In foreclosure, the lender gets to take back the property and sell it, and then PMI would pay the difference between what was owed and what the property sold for. The way this works is that at the end of the foreclosure proceedings, a trustee's deed is issued to the lender, which restores legal title to the lender, and then the borrower loses title to the property. In some but not all circumstances, the lender may not be made whole through the foreclosure proceeding. Uh, let's say you owe $400,000 against your property, you quit making your payments, and the lender initiates foreclosure, and it's a down market, and the home is only worth $300,000. So when the lender forecloses, they only get $300,000, even though they were owed $400,000. Now, this $400,000 figure would be reduced by any payments made by the borrower from the time of purchase up until the time of foreclosure. But let's, for the sake of this example, just ignore payments that would have been made to make it easier with the numbers. 
with mortgage insurance, the insurance pays the difference between the $300,000 post foreclosure sale price and the $400,000 that was owed. So the PMI in this case would insure against the $100,000 loss. You might wonder what happens in a case where there's no mortgage insurance, but there's still a deficiency after foreclosure. So let's say um, there's no equity, there's a foreclosure, and there's a deficiency for what against what was owed against the property. Uh, in this case, at least in California, the lender would initiate a judicial foreclosure action that's in court uh, with attorneys and everything versus the non-judicial alternative and request that the court impose a judgment against the borrower for that $100,000 deficiency. So the, the borrower in this case lost the house and ended, ended up with a judgment against him or her um, for that deficiency. It's called a deficiency judgment. Interestingly, if the lender elects to use non-judicial foreclosure, the lender does not benefit from any deficiency judgment. Our sister company, TD Processing Service, performs non-judicial foreclosure services, so we're pretty familiar with uh, this process. Again, a borrower that wants to purchase a property with a down payment of less than 20% and the loan is conventional will most likely be paying PMI for a period of time. Now, the borrower is entitled to remove the PMI once there is 20% equity. In a good market, property values rise. Often in recent times, it doesn't even take very long for that 20% equity to develop, even from a 5% down payment equity um, situation. At least in the past couple of years, people have been getting equity very quickly because property values were rising. In this case, the borrower should be vigilant and make the request as soon as possible to have PMI removed. Now let's discuss the FHA variant of mortgage insurance. FHA loans are popular. They're a government-backed loan, and they only require a 3.5% down payment. And you can also see here that there's going to be some form of mortgage insurance because of this low down payment. If you don't understand yet, the point here of mortgage insurance is to insure the lender against risk of loss upon default. Even if a borrower quits making payments, a lender who holds a mortgage against a property with a lot of equity, let's say at least enough equity to cover the loan, has a low risk of loss. The lender simply has to foreclose and sell the property and is made whole. But with a low equity situation, there's a higher risk of loss because the sale proceeds after foreclosure will likely be less than the amount that was loaned. Back to FHA loans. With FHA loans, we don't call it PMI because it's a different kind of contract. It's a different kind of insurance policy. We call it MIP or mortgage insurance premium. It's similar in that it acts like mortgage insurance because it increases the monthly payments to cover the premium, but it only lasts for 11 years as long as you made a 10% down payment. If you make a less than 10% down payment, then the MIP will last for the lifetime of the FHA loan. You do have a way to get out of it in either situation without waiting the 11 years or waiting the, for the lifetime of the FHA loan. You can always refinance. and. Refinancing is a popular option, which means basically that you get a new loan and in the process, the new mortgage lender pays in full the old mortgage lender. And then after that, you make payments only to the new mortgage lender. To refinance, you talk to somebody like me, or you can go to fund2000.com, that's our website. And with an approved application, we pay the old mortgage and give you a new loan without the MIP. 
If you had an FHA mortgage prior to 2013, then you're entitled to MIP being removed when you have 22% equity in the property. So that if you have an FHA loan before 2013, then your terms for the MIP are similar to the PMI. And at that point, MIP should be removed automatically, but borrowers need to make the request. Um, it probably won't get removed automatically. You probably need to request it. And um, before you request it, check the value of the property. You can contact us. We'll check the value of the property for you for free. Um, well, we do that all the time. We have systems and, and databases that help us quickly check the value of properties. And we don't use Zillow. Um, Zillow is not accurate. We're not allowed to use Zillow uh, because it's just a computer-generated uh, model for values. We have to actually check property uh, values across the board, check conditions of properties, and um, it's more accurate that way. Our office can check property values all throughout California and assist you with uh, refinancing or helping you get your MIP or your PMI removed. If you're interested in any kind of mortgage loan, whether it's a conventional loan, an FHA loan, um, income property or investment loan, let's talk. Or you can uh, visit our websites. On the sales side, go to sold2000.com and you can uh, get a little bit of information about loans and a lot of information about sales. You can check the MLS at sold2000.com or just go straight to fund2000.com to get a lot of information about loans, mortgage loans. Uh, you can even uh, submit your application there and uh, we'll treat you right. We'll help you shop for loans and help you shop for homes. And you can use those sites to contact me or email me at chuck at fund2000.com. We'll set up a time to talk or exchange some emails. Thanks for listening.